0: Welcome to What's the Dealio? I'm Kentaro, and I'm here with players from Varsity Boys Soccer. To our guests, please introduce yourselves.
1: I'm Henri Kim Godbu. I'm a senior.
2: I'm number 10 and I play center back. Hey, I'm Stefan Marino. I'm a senior. I'm number 16 and I play center back. All right.
0: Thank you guys for being here. The first question is, is it soccer or football? Maybe, uh, Henri, you can start. Yeah, okay. So for me, well, I'm I'm
2: American, so I, I say soccer, but I respect anybody who calls it football. Um for me, as as you may know, I played American football throughout my whole life. Therefore, right. I always it's always been soccer for me, not football, but since I'm also Brazilian and like when I go back to Brazil, like we call it football. So I, but I can see, like, football as well. Like, the Europeans, if I... I try not to say soccer in front of Europeans because then they get all mad and stuff, so... I, I understand all perspectives.
0: Now, actually, I'm curious. Does anyone on the team
2: call it football? I mean, yeah. Moritz. Moritz, yeah. And I think uh, Liam, maybe? I'm not sure.
0: Alright. Well, for those who don't know, the boys' varsity soccer team currently stands with two wins and zero losses in the season, having won 6-0 to nil against against the British School in Tokyo and 9-2 against St. Mary's International School. Stefan, since you're the team captain this year, how are you feeling about the season so far?
2: I feel good. I, I feel like the team plays really well so far, but um, I also feel like we haven't gone through a big challenge yet and uh, we need to stay focused and build our chemistry a bit more because since we haven't really been challenged like i don't know how we would perform under pressure but so far it looks really good though i'd say um i kind of agree with stefan on that part i think our two opponents so far have haven't been the biggest challenge and like i
1: think the real challenge is going to be later in the season and like hopefully against maybe the japanese teams or or most likely vegas as well but so far like obviously we blew out the two teams we played, so I'd say it's a great start to the season. hmm
0: Yeah. And now, uh, what do you guys think is a big thing you would attribute to, uh, the success to? It? For example, are there any traditions or rituals that you guys do? Henri, could you answer?
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess traditions or rituals. Not, not really, like, a specific tradition or ritual, but, like, I feel like we have a really good... Um, Team kind of culture, I guess, and that like we're we're very like tight with each other, and like I think we play as a team really well. That, like our passing has been really great. You can see it through the games, and like mm-hmm. the chemistry is, is
2: is looking good. So yeah, I think that as well. Like our team, our team is strong together, and like we talk to each other almost every day, like on social media, just like mm-hmm. things on we we communicate a lot on how to get better and what we should do. Sometimes even too much. I think that the moment we get an opponent that we do feel like really challenged against, people will realize like the things we need to do better and then we'll work harder to get there. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Actually, let me add about something. I know you asked about
1: the team traditions or something. Sure. I guess technically uh, we were planning on like doing something uh, before we go to Vegas, like dyeing our hair or something like that. Cause they've, oh, yeah. they've done that in the past years. And then like, I guess another team
0: traditions
2: like I don't know, like team dinners or
0: whatnot. We, we were planning on doing one of those. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so Stefan, you kind of brought up trying to build chemistry going forward, but also the fact that there is. Uh, part of the success the reason for the success you guys have been having is that strong chemistry are there any still particular improvements left in terms of the team going forward
2: yeah well we have good chemistry like off the field on the field we it looks like we have really good chemistry as well I'm just worried about how that chemistry will stay once we're challenged with a big opponent like will we still be will we still be able to keep our heads high and stay focused and stay calm or will we get frustrated you know it's something that i think about that i don't know yet but off the field like since our chemistry is good off the field and like we know how to communicate i bet it'll be just fine on the field but it's just something i think about
0: Mm-hmm.
2: now kind of relating to that off the field
0: culture and you could answer this question about being on the field as well, but is there a player outside of the two of you that you'd kind of attribute as someone who's keeping it all together? Maybe as uh, in terms of spirit off the field, or maybe as a shot caller on the field? Yeah,
1: I guess. um So I'd say maybe like like uh, obviously our two captains. Uh, oh, Stefan's one of them, but Jay also is our other captain. So I feel like those are the main guys that are like keep like the energy and like kind of like that spirit on and off the field so i I'd, I'd attribute them to to like the most spirit off the field i guess on the field uh one of our biggest leaders is like Utah because he's obviously a very good player and like he's kind of plays like that cdm role which is
2: like kind of like the rock in there so yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah that's what i would attribute it to I don't know, give it. yeah i was gonna i was i was gonna say Utah and jay uh, Utah you know in his club he plays striker but for us he plays center defensive mid and he he's just really good at it like he's really like that help we need in the defense to transition from defense to offense it's really good and he sets up many of the goals and then Jay the center back that that I play alongside with he this is his first year playing center back through the school and everybody was kind of shocked like why is Jay playing center back but he's really like shocked everybody who was curious or who who was doubting him because he wins every header, he communicates, he knows how to bring up the ball, knows how to dribble, he can use both feet, he can do long balls. He's mm-hmm. really like the, the perfect center back, so he's been playing amazing as well.
0: Yeah, that's, Yeah, I think watching the games, there's definitely that even just listening to it listening to games there's a lot of communication going on and definitely i think stefan you're one of the the most vocal ones that i hear so in the books your first game after the break is at bst i believe before we talk about though though i heard i've heard that there's an unofficial scrimmage against mr neurider's amateur club is that, could, yes, could you, uh, yes. honor could you tell me more about that? Yeah, so, like, we wanted to get more games in on the
1: season because we felt like, you know, we did we more preparation, the better uh, for Vegas and whatnot. So, it, I guess uh, Coach Virgil decided to set up a game with Ken's uh, dad's team.
2: And, uh, yeah, I think it'll be in, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I have no idea how it's going to go. So, wanna... Yeah, that, um, that's tough because although they're they're older than us and we might be in better shape you know that's that team won like the national tournament or national league for like their age group and they have x j1 league j1 j league players x j league players so Uh you know honestly like that's going to be one of the i think that's going to be a one of our toughest games, if not the toughest game, like of the before the, the pre-Vegas season. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I'm excited. Sounds like a lot of fun. So, you know, the season, it's still started. It's just two games. Um, you've got a lot of games even before the varsity tournament and then before the, of course, the Vegas tournament. How do you guys plan on kind of staying on this top form and not breaking this uh, level of chemistry that you've built up so far uh, Stefan?
2: I think just working hard doing everything we can just so like we don't look back and regret anything because I feel like the feeling of regret can is like a heartbreaker at least like when I played f- football sometimes I regretted not doing more in practice therefore not being able to perform as much in games but I think the soccer team is doing great like we, we go out every day in, on at practice and we know like we want we're all we all love the sport and we want to play and we all work hard so I, honestly like i think top form will come with this team like naturally because it's just a really talented team everybody our our bench has nine players mm-hmm. and we have a lot of depth and therefore like i think top form will just come it it won't leave yeah and I think yeah just like adding
0: on to that I feel like I know Stefan mentioned something about like making sure like we continue to work hard at practice I think that'll be the biggest thing like sorry the main thing would be like not getting ahead of ourselves uh, with these wins and when like making sure every single practice we continue to like
1: work hard and like not slacking and like make sure that we know what the real challenge is and like preparing for them
0: yeah yeah I'm actually curious, what do your practices usually look like? I know Coach Virgil has been coaching soccer for quite a bit now. Henri, could you maybe go to give us a look? So I think think our practices vary a lot, especially
1: um, during a game as well. So usually the first practice after a game, we try to work on the things that uh, we wanted to improve on. Maybe playing out of the back. Maybe it's our defensive shape. Whatever... We want to work on from that last game because there's always even if we win there's always something to improve on but um our practices vary a lot we'll do we'll do all sorts of different things i think the main things we usually do though is like shooting on goal uh possession a lot of possession um scrimmaging and yeah sorry also i guess like before practice we always do like our general warm-ups and like uh push-ups sit-ups and like the stretching and all that
0: stuff. So. Maybe we can shift a little um, Going from Varsity soccer to Something a little bit bigger, the World Cup (laughs) So just this morning Argentina secured their Third World Cup ever um, With a PK victory over France Um, Maybe Stefan, you can start Were there any particular moments You enjoyed, either in the final (laughs) Or in the World (laughs) Cup in general?
2: (laughs) Um Honore is laughing because the uh, only times I enjoyed the finals was when France scored. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a fan of Argentina and, and I'm not a fan of Messi. And therefore it was everybody against me for some reason. Everybody seems to be a Messi fan out of nowhere, but it's okay. This World Cup was really exciting. This should have been Brazil's year. You know, Brazil had such a strong team. Um, right. It's 2022. Last time they won was exactly like 20 years ago. So this was supposed to be the year. Pele's in the hospital. They should. They, it was. It was. Everything was for Pele. And Neymar announced that it was going to be his last World Cup. But I don't believe that. He was like, this is. This was his moment, and it was all gone due to like, to to one bad game. Messi. So, Messi didn't do anything. Like. <laughs> and I used to live in Morocco, so I'm a really big fan of the Moroccan team. And in my bracket, I had Morocco going to the finals. And everybody called me crazy. And everybody, like, I, I woke up with so many DMs of people being like, are you serious, <laughs> the Moroccan team? And then next thing you know, Morocco's in the semifinals. And everybody's like, Morocco's going to go all the way. <laughs> I literally walked in the hallways and I heard people talk about, like, Morocco, Morocco. It's like, but but when I said it, I'm crazy, you know? But I really enjoyed that, though. I like to see yeah. Morocco do well. I'm backtracking to the, to the finals, though. I think, like, what a game. I think, like, I don't think we could have asked for a better
1: game and, like, a better story. My opinion, I know Stefan didn't like it, but, like, the Messi, the last World Cup, uh, winning the whole thing... Kind of like his revenge tour from twenty fourteen as well. Um I think I thought it was amazing. I mean, it went like I, I, when I was watching it, I was stressing so much. God and it was so good and he came back for, for France. But um yeah, that was, yeah. that was such a good game. Such a good game. And I think like overall this World Cup just like lived up to to like all
2: like the hype and like there's so many upsets and everything and it was just yeah it's it perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, we gotta give France credit though. Like five yeah. five injuries on yeah, starters, it, like, it's don't still very, Still making it to the finals. Like, maybe should have, could have won that final. If, like, that last chance, he just, he just made it. But, but honestly, that was, like, the best game I've ever watched. Like, even yeah, though Argentina still... won, like, I wasn't too upset because what a game. Man. Right. I was just yeah. happy to experience it.
0: Right. And a lot of conversation is going around about how, how like, that's, that was one of the greatest World Cup final games ever. <laughs> How do you think this World Cup stacks up against the other ones that our generation has experienced as in 2014 or 2018? Honestly, in my opinion, this is probably the best one I've experienced.
1: Uh, 2018, in my opinion, was... Not, not that it was boring, but France really, really dominated that whole tournament. And 2014, I was, I was crying because Germany scored in the last second. <laughs> but just in general, I think like... Like even in the grand scheme of the whole World Cup, not even just the finals, like just all like the upsets from Japan, like the upsets from Morocco, and nobody really expected them to make it that far. There are a lot of teams we expected to do a lot better, like
2: Belgium, they didn't even make it out of their group. And so like, I think just overall, it was a crazy World Cup where like so many people, you could see like the passion and everything. It was just so, it was, it was, a, it was a great experience. Yeah. Uh, I really dislike 2018 uh, I think like if you're if you're Japanese you're really gonna dislike 2018. if you're Brazilian you're really gonna dislike 2018 right. like,
0: well yeah. if you're Brazilian what about 2014
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's like that, that's the thing though losing seven to one hurt it hurt really yeah. bad like I still hate that number but the way Brazil lost this year with the potential they had, mm-hmm. it's just, like, this one hurt more. Like, oh, man. But I also forgot to say, like, um, this this World Cup was really... I really enjoyed this World Cup because of the, how good Japan did. Like, it was just... Living in Japan at this, like, when they were doing so well in the World Cup was just amazing, and that's probably going to be the reason why, like, this World Cup is my favorite. But I guess, like, if we compare like the problems this world cup has caused to the to the other ones i guess if you could argue that uh, you could argue why it's not the best but mm-hmm. if you're just looking at the games and soccer itself like this world cup had to be the best
0: right yeah all right well thank you Henri and stefan for all of your insight from you. the you season so all the way down to the world cup um, for all of our listeners, make sure to check out the two remaining home games of the season for the varsity team. First against Kawasaki High School on Saturday, January 21st and against St. Mary's on Friday, January 27th. Henri or Stefan, do you have any last thoughts? Uh, um,
1: yeah, come <laughs> out to watch the game.
0: All right. Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you.